We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Thursday, February the 22nd. Hope you're having a uh, good week as we get closer and closer to the end of it. Uh, basketball going on. We'll talk about a number of things today on uh, on the show. Eli Gold out as the voice at uh, Alabama. Sad day, man. Sad day for your boy. We'll talk about it. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some other stuff going on. Playoff format approved. For now. Um, so, yeah, some stuff. So, um, we'll talk about that in a minute. First, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Big shout out to my guy, Bob Brucato. Needed a little, uh, I had a little favor to ask, and he delivered in a big way. So, um, I'm, I scored some points. In the house. Dude, you're like dad of the decade right now. And I think I, I, he was pretty impressed. He was like, whoa. Let me tell you what. There is not a finer human being. I, I need to – I have to wait. I, I meant to ask him yesterday. He's out of town. I, mean, I, I was going to make an announcement for Bob, but I'll, i I got to make sure I can get that approved first before I okay. do it. Bob's the best. He is. He's a stud. You're referring to some of the news we talked about earlier? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Excited for him, but we'll, we'll, make, some, we'll make an announcement when – when I know we can make an announcement. 100%. But uh, he's the best. He's been with us. He's been on the show a couple times live. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he, he went out to Boise with us. He came here in studio uh, one time last fall when he's coming through town. So travels a lot. He's on the road doing a presentation uh, to the whole company yesterday. And I can't remember what city he was in. He Dude, he's he's world traveler. Or he's United States traveler. Yeah, he's going to be traveling more. <laughs> a little bit a little bit more to a couple of new places. Yeah, he's a stud. Yep. Love, love Bob. All right. Neil, I'm rocking with the best early afternoon. Like, this is, I don't know, man. Something about this. It's like yesterday when you go outside at nighttime and the wind's blowing from the south and it's like 60 degrees. And you're like, man, spring is in the air. It was very pleasant yesterday. Dude, this kiwi blend lets me know that spring is right around the corner. I love it. I'm, right, a, big kiwi ben- I'm a big kiwi blend fan. But, Neil, the Cooper Chevrolet chat is already bumping. It is hot today. And remind everybody from CarBravoAlabama.com. That's CarBravoAlabama.com. With interest rates and owner benefits like this, why would you buy a used vehicle anywhere else? They have Chevys, Buicks, Toyotas, GMCs, Fords, Nissans, Jeeps, and more. Call 256-236-4481. That's 256-236-4481. And tell them your friends at McCready and Siski sent you, and they will take extra, extra special care of you. All right, Neil. Um, we'll go ahead. I'm going to rip the band aid off. I had. I know you got. You got to take about it a different take probably than I have. I do. And I uh, yesterday. I, I know more about it than I probably should probably know. should know, and so I have to sort of protect what you say. Bite my tongue a little here. Okay. Well, here's the deal: is I grew up. Uh, for those that don't know, this is going to shock you. I, I grew up in a split household. 
mom, big Auburn fan, dad, Alabama fan. So we didn't have the ESPN app. We didn't have the ESPN TV deals, CB, all that stuff. You got one or two games a week would be on TV. And if you wasn't on CBS or you wasn't on the ESPN primetime game or the JP, don't forget the Jefferson pilot game of the week. There were a lot of games that were not on TV. Um, with that being said, you had to listen to the radio to listen to the ball games. I know everybody that's younger than me is probably looking at me like I got dicks coming out of my ears, but I don't. You had to listen to the radio. No, you don't, thank God. Yeah, I don't. I look good. Okay. I would I would run. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I would view that as a sign <laughs> and I would leave. It's, t- it's time. Yeah. Um I would say Eli- that's it for this show. <laughs> that's it. But Eli Gold was kind of like, even though I was an Auburn fan growing up, that's like a voice that, I don't know, man, it was kind of like part of my childhood, I guess. You know, I guess he started in like 87, I think, or something like that. Uh, 87, 88, somewhere in there, I think he started. Um, So, I mean, I'm what, 10 years old when the guy starts. And and, uh, later on in life, once I get to work at Alabama, I start coaching Alabama, I, I meet Eli. It was really cool. Um, and he's just an extremely nice, humble person. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed visiting with him, um, pregame. Like I would always see him pregame. He would come to the locker room and he would want to go in. He had to go in, um, in our setup and recruiting setup. Once we got to the stadium in Alabama, coach Saban would be in his, his private office kind of area in the locker room. And so Eli would come to get comments, you know, for the radio before the game, Well, we would have recruits running there nonstop. And he's on a timeline, too, now. And so he would come in, and I would fit him in between the recruits going in there. But he was never like, hey, you know, he wasn't pushy. He was like, hey, you do. We'll get it handled. You just, you know, he was just very gracious, extremely nice person. And I got to visit with him while Coach was talking to recruits uh, just about every week. Um, And so, anyway, yesterday it came out initially that he uh, stepped down or whatever it was. And then he, he wanted the record to be shown that, he did not step down. He got shown the door. Yes. Um, His that, contract was not renewed, to be right. specific. I mean, it's not a it's not a firing. It's kind of a firing, but it's not a firing. His, his contract goes through June, and Alabama informed him that they would honor the contract through June, but that they were moving in a new, different direction. I got mixed emotions on this, I guess, and I, <sighs> I'll let you take it off after this. But for me, I think he's a legend. I don't think he slipped at all. I think he's kind of iconic. I think guys like that should, especially in that area, should should go. I mean, a guy that's been there 35 years, whatever whatever it is, should kind of choose when the ending um, needs to be. Now, you start slipping and all that stuff, now we've got to have a different conversation. But And I like Chris a lot. I mm-hmm. think he's great. Chris um, Stewart. It's Chris Stewart. like him. I think he does a great job. Um, and he's had to do a lot in the last few years because Eli's health issues. But – um, I just, I don't know, man. I just, that, that one for me kind of felt weird. I didn't like the way that was handled. Um, yeah. So look, full disclosure, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with Chris. We go way back when I was, uh, in Birmingham and I was kind of getting started a little bit there. Um, before really I got the job at the Birmingham Post Herald, I was doing, and even once I got it, I was doing some radio can't even remember what the name of the station was. I mean, we were pups, you know. Uh, he had a show in the afternoons, and I, I would do it with him quite often. Um, I got some exposure to it via him, made some extra money thanks to him. Um, he sometimes did WNSP with me when – because my deal at WNSP, you know, they would they would hire somebody from middle of nowhere. He would come in. A year later, it was a disaster. They'd fire him. Then – I would take over the show for like nine months. The show would do really, really well, but because I wasn't a full-time employee of WNSP, they had to go get another full-time employee, and they bring some cat in from New Jersey. It'd be a disaster. And so we'd go through these things, and one of the times they the fill-in and the gap was Stuart, and it was fun. You yeah. know, and I like Chris a lot. You knew Chris was probably on his way. To did being, you change the show name every nine months, or did, did it go back? No, was it was it? always just Sports Drive <laughs> with the new dude who won't be here very long and me. <laughs> And I would be the guy that was just, they would kick me over to the, hey, you're the color guy, you know? And then after a couple couple months, hey, can you kind of drive the ship again? Yeah, sure. You know, why not? 
And uh, and after a while, they're like, why don't you like that new guy? I'm like, why, why, what is the incentive for me to like him? I mean, you're going to fire him in two weeks. God almighty, bunch of idiots. Um, WNSP. It's great. Called the singular wireless star 105. Talking football. Um, is my guy Lee Shrevanian still on the thing? He's still there. He's still there. Let's get that Spring Hill volleyball update here on this Tuesday morning. I love me some Lee, man. He, yeah. That dude, he was ruthless to get you on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh. he would hem you up, like, like talking about hemming you up with questions. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, he'd be like, hey, can we get you? I mean, just, just dying to get you on the show or whatever, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, I can do it. And instead of normally, like, when we get guests on, I'm like, hey, here's our window. What time works best for you? And if it's somebody else, you and I will go tape it, you know, and, yeah. and then put it, you know, whatever. Uh-uh. He'll be like, hey, can you I said, like, yeah, I can do it. Hey, can you do 545 a.m.? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. I was like, no. He'll he'll still call me <laughs> during football season, and I'm always like, Lee, have you run this by the people at WNSP? Yeah. Lee, don't get yourself fired. Yeah, I mean, because I'm gone. <laughs> I'd hate for me to be the reason that you get fired. Don't get yourself fired. Yeah. I love Lee, man. So he would be, when I was coaching high school ball, he would do it. You know, he, they did the, I think you did them too at some point in time, the WNSP game of the week. Oh, yeah. And so when we were making that run. I guess that was, what, 2007 we were making a run. They were, they were you know, broadcasting from our press box every every week. And uh, and he would always try to get me. And I can't make this up. I, I, I can't make this up. It's just somebody trying to grow grab you at inopportune times we're at legion field we win the state championship game on a blocked extra point okay um after a that's how we won the state championship i am elate obviously i'm in the box i'm elated and as i step out of the box to go down to run down the ele- get on the elevator run run down to go celebrate with my team lee Stravanian is waiting outside trying to to get me to come in and do a, a interview live yeah, on the air. Like, no, come I'm on, Lee, come on, dog. Come on, let yeah. me let me go, dog. But no, I love Lee. He's a good dude. But I've known Chris for a long time. I know this was his dream. Um, he's done Alabama baseball. He's now the voice of Alabama basketball. Has been for a while. He's been the, uh, I guess, third guy in the booth for a bit with Alabama football. And um, I don't really know Eli. I have nothing negative to say at all I, I mean at all I've met him a few times but I can't say that I know him I know Chris pretty well and obviously I know some details from the last yeah. couple of years and and um I, I I wasn't surprised yeah it just brings out my true redneckiness here because I'm from Alabama mm-hmm. he also did NASCAR play play sure. play so like I felt like Eli Gold was on every sports Every sports broadcaster was. Well, in many ways, he was. I mean, he 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 was and is a legend. Um, yeah. I, I I just I, I was not surprised <laughs> that they made the move. And and um, like I said, I I was more happy for my friend than yeah. I, than I was anything because I, I knew that was something that that Chris has wanted to do for a long time. And and I think Chris will be terrific at it. And I mean, yeah, he's good. I like nobody Chris. nobody bleeds Alabama more than Chris Stewart does. Roll Tide Willie would like to have a word. Well, that's true. <laughs> Roll Tide Willie might bleed it just as much as Chris does. <laughs> Don't give piss about nothing but the tide. That shit makes. Do you me know laugh. I grew up an Alabama fan? Did you know that? I did know that. Both of my parents have degrees from Alabama. Ain't nobody's perfect, Neil. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. All right. Um, let's spent move on. The to first, spent the first three <laughs> years of my life in Tuscaloosa. You know what? I lost my hair when I was in Tuscaloosa. You don't have any hair. It may be something in the water. Maybe. Go down Rice Rice Mine Road. Might be something on you the water. You think that 71, 72 season stressed me out? Yeah. Set, set the tone? It set the tone for the rest of them. All right, Neil. Speaking of, I know you probably talked about this. I haven't had a chance to listen to your show uh, today or yesterday. I've been busy. Uh, but the new playoff format was approved. Was that right? Yesterday it was approved or day before yesterday? I lose track of days. Sometime between our last show and this show. This week. This week. Um, they have gone to the five. I mean, shocker. I, I got, I'm really confused why people are confused about this. Mm-hmm. They go, we're going to the five highest conference champions, um, plus the seven and people are complaining and upset. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like that guy, uh, I don't understand why people are upset because there's four conferences now instead of five, uh, four power, four conferences instead of five. 
So it basically opened up another at-large spot. So for the big boys is what it did. Um, but here's where I'm going to go with this. And this is what I want to talk about. I got So I went back. I was like, okay, I want to see who, was, who would have been in the playoffs, you know, based off this format. And I kind of looked at some of the final college football playoff rankings last year. I was surprised when I saw this. And I know this is probably where you're going to go in this discussion. Did you know that 12 – you take the top 13 teams in the final rankings of the college football playoff before they as they pick the bowl games and stuff. Did you know that 12 of the 13 teams would now be in the Big Ten and SEC? 12 of the top 13 teams in the final college football playoff rankings last year would have been or are going to be in the Big Ten or the SEC this year. Yes, I didn't know that. The only one, the only outlier was Florida State. Yes. Okay, you get all the way to because you get Texas, uh, Washington, Oregon. It was LSU was twelve. Yeah, Ole Miss, um, Missouri, Missouri was in there. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So twelve of the top thirteen were in the Big Ten SEC. Yeah. All right. So my question is: is is kind of this is now that all those twelve of the thirteen are now in the Big Ten and the SEC, they're in the same league. Are they going to end up cannibalizing themselves? Like, in the current format, before we break off and talk about the Big Ten SEC Alliance stuff, uh-huh. all right, are they going to cannibalize themselves and cost <laughs> cost themselves some teams some playoffs? Because – A little bit. A little bit. You know, Does that make sense what I'm yeah. trying to say? I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that – so they're going to go to 14 in 2026. You're talking about these next two years. Um I think four SEC teams are going to make it every year, sometimes five. I think four Big Ten teams are going to make it every year. You'll have your ACC, your Big 12, your group of five, and then somebody. I, I, because I, if you look at it, like if you looked at it based on what the conferences are going to be, you would go all the way to Arizona at 14 would have been the Big 12 champ. Yeah. All right. And then you go all the way to 20-something – which was been Liberty for the Conference mm-hmm. USA champ. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be. So that's going to just essentially mean that you would have to technically be in the top, uh, top ten to get in. Yeah, I think any SEC team that goes ten and two is getting in. Yeah. Uh, I think any Big Ten team that goes ten and two is probably getting in because they won't have their divisions anymore. Where you can say, well, that division that I was in sucks. If you go ten and two in the Big Ten, you're going to get in. If you go ten and two or better in the SEC, you're going to get in. I won't be surprised when there's an occasional nine and three who slips in in those two conferences only. Yeah, in those two. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I just think there's going to be one ACC team, one Big Twelve team. I mean, if you told me that there was a year where the SEC had a bunch of three loss teams and maybe a zero loss team and a one loss team and then a bunch of three loss teams, that the ACC stole a second bid or the Big Twelve stole a second bid, sure. But as a whole, and see, here's the thing. This is why I'm, I'm having a hard time, like, this isn't directed at you, just in general, like getting super geeked up about the whole 12-team thing because it's only going to last two years. They're either going to 14 or 16 in 2026, or they're going to go to a, an alliance. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, or it's going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. Because the, the two choices for everybody else is, look, you want a seat at the table? Fine. Sit down there at the end of the table, have a hot dog, and shut up. Or you can fight and we're going to kill you. You pick. You're not, no, you're not sitting up at the head end of the table where all the adults drink bourbon and drink wine and talk about gossip. Nope, you're down there at the end. But you can sit at the table and we'll give you a seat and we'll give you some chicken tenders and shut the hell up. Are they microwave or they Chick Fil A? I mean, whatever. Maybe I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Maybe you'll get maybe you'll get some leftover Chick Fil A that That's they a bought big- the day before. You know, my man Noxie, he doesn't need anything but chicken fingers. So I'm aware, and he's very, either, very picky. It's either fine dining is Chick Fil A nuggets. Yeah, normal dining is Tyson microwave nuggets. Gotcha. So, which one is it? Probably the Tyson. <laughs> but you can have a nice plate. Okay, they'll put it on the nice china. Get some Doritos to go with it. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, that's the deal. So that's why people are like, "What, what do you what do you think is going to happen?" I'm like, but "They're going to 14 teams or 16 teams, and the SEC is going to get five, and the big." 10's going to get five, and the rest of you guys are going to get a, a crumb here and there. Shut up. If you don't like it and you want to bitch about it, cool. 
go away. We'll just have our alliance, which is kind of what we're doing anyway, and we'll just determine the thing amongst ourselves. And I think that's where ultimately it heads in one of those two directions. And I think you can listen to Sankey and others, and that's essentially what they're saying in, in diplomatic terms. Yeah, so the um, you had a pop-up over there. I don't know if that means anything to you. I can't read it. Oh, it does. It's fine. Okay. Um, I, the weird thing is this, is if it stays in this current format or how long, like teams like Florida State, right, <laughs> they got this, or Clemson, or these teams that are trying to get into the SEC and to get a part of the New Deal. Mm-hmm. Like part of you wants to go, man. I kind of want to stay. I kind of want to stay over here and get that automatic bid. And then, I mean, because how many teams? If you're getting an automatic bid, how many teams does Florida State realistically have to beat every year to get in? Well, not many. The problem for Florida State, the reason that they want out is, is it's it's not about the playoff. It's about the money. Right. The money. The money difference is about to be so stark, yeah. so dramatic that they it. they simply can't afford to play that game. But from a financial standpoint, they go, man. Look, all we got to do is beat Clemson. And Miami and North Carolina, we got to beat three teams and we're in. Yeah. You know, and then as opposed to the SEC is talking about going to nine conference games, right? That's they that, they that, are going to nine. And that adds an automatic loss. So that goes. Sure. By, and so, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, long story short is it was a good day for the, to be in the Big 12. If you're a Big 12 team, that was a good, a good day to be you. Because if you look at the teams, I mean, look. Everybody's leaving. It's a good day to be Oklahoma State. It's a good day to be Kansas State. Good day to be Arizona. Good day to be Utah. Yeah. It's going to be good for those teams that, I mean, they 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 shrink the amount of people that they have to beat to get in the playoffs. Sure. They'll get one bit. You'll get one the, bit. The pressure in that league will be screw up one time and you're done. Oh, yeah. You know. It'll be pressure. It'll be playoff every week. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah. And conference play anyway. I want to tell you real quick that we're brought to you by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Whatever tomorrow, wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have more than thirty-five options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with more than 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals, snacks, smoothies, and more. You can sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're flexible for your schedule at Factor. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing anywhere from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com mpw50 and use the code MPW50 to get 50% off. That's code MPW50 at factormeals.com slash MPW50 to get 50% off. All right. Uh, there were some preliminary uh, reports jumping the gun a little bit yesterday. Because, you know, we got we to gotta be first, not right, these days in social media. Yes. And there was a many of them that said, Dale McGee to be the next head coach at Georgia State. A lot of preliminary reports that may end up being 100% accurate. And to be honest with you, that would be where I am leaning. I would be strongly, extremely strongly leaning. Um, but that was preliminary. Um, I think he's going there today um, to quote unquote interview uh, today, but they're still talking to other candidates. There has not, there had not been as of like nine 30 this morning, had not been a formal offer um, so that was a little bit premature because, hey, we got to be first to click the button. Let's don't be right. Let's just hear, hey, we're probably going to do this. Yep. Let's break the news. Yep. Let's even think it's going to happen and guess that it will so that when it does, we can oh, say that, that we it, reported it first. And there, that will happen. Yes. I fully expect this to, to t- come to fruition. Fully expect it. Just saying that. Okay. But, I mean. But it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And it may be happening while we're talking, but it hasn't it hasn't happened yet. I just I'll call Dell real quick. Gone. Um, his son actually signed at Georgia State this past year. Okay. Uh, Dale McGee's the running backs coach at Georgia. Good people. Uh, well to respected. Tennessee, right? No. Okay. He was at uh, where was he before? He was at Georgia Southern. 
um, before he was at Georgia. Okay, I got him confused with somebody else. But I've known Dale for, I don't know, shit, 10, 12, 15 years. He, was the, he used to be the head coach at uh, Carver Columbus High School, and that was in my recruiting area back okay. in the day when I was at Arkansas State. Uh, he was a high school coach and got to, got to college. Good dude. And uh, my running thing with him is is that he, uh, if you remember, the Auburn, if you're an Auburn, Grind should remember this. This may be before Grind's time. In like 94, Dale McGee was in the secondary at Auburn that had the four picks against LSU in the fourth quarter that, that oh. won the game. He was, okay. one, he was one of the DBs. So we always talk about that. That was one of the most interesting finishes to a game. I think Jamie Howard was the quarterback. That's right. That his son is now his son Walker's one of the backups at Ole Miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. so God, we're getting old. Yes. So, but I fully expect that to to happen there, um, which will be the second offensive assistant that Kirby would have lost in the last week and a half. Um, lost his receivers coach to the Buccaneers. All right, uh, I had to talk about this. This ball. Uh, all right, Johnny Manziel goes on Shannon Sharp's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and. I read like three stories about it this morning about this particular thing that he said on the podcast uh, about that his dad, he didn't, but his dad, they were talking about NIL and recruiting and all that stuff. And he was talking about his dad went back and met with Kevin Sumlin and asked for $3 million for his son uh, to come back to Texas A&M for the last two years. So this would be after the Heisman year. Yeah, this has been after his last year. After the second year, okay. Okay. I call D1 major bullshit. Like, I'm sure people... That he asked for it? Not that he asked for it. He didn't ask for $3 million. He didn't. Okay? There's no way. One is, I know the world we're in now where we see the amount of money and things like that. Things were not... Allegedly, things were not that expensive back then. I think you're safe on the uh... – Almost. Uh, not really. I still have a business. <laughs> but, I mean, right. I, I'm saying from things yeah. in the in – the... Allegedly, things were things were a hell of a lot cheaper back then. Um, you, could, you could go buy you a Heisman Trophy for two hundred grand back in those days, okay? So save me the $3 million bullshit. One, if you were about that kind of money, you're about to be a number one – was he the number one pick? He was, no, he was a first-round pick. First-round pick. $3 million? He went – did he go first round? He went late first no, round. He went right? first round. I'll you can look at it. I can't see, so you can look it up. But oh with this new computer over here. But you know, we gotta cut out the the three million dollar bullshit. That did not happen. You don't go to a coach and sit down and ask the coach for three million dollars. That that's complete utter bullshit. Anyway, he was a first round pick. He was the twenty second overall okay. pick. He got more money than that signing. So the money was coming in the NFL before then, so there's no way that he went and asked for less money than he was going to go make in the NFL, and that that's unheard of. That that that, that did not happen. There's no way. There's probably some truth to that at some point in time, but that's complete bullshit. I would I would I call bullshit on that. Okay. I just you know, um, I like I, I like he's entertaining. I like listening to him the whole st- a whole deal, uh, but he was a little off in that. Um, in that documentary about goes that Florida documentary, whatever the hell it was. So some documentary I watched him on not too long ago. Oh, is he's got a documentary on Netflix or some shit. Yeah. That ain't there. There's, there's probably some half truths to that uh, because and I'm, I'm basing this off this. I know a truth on one of the stories that he told in Netflix that he didn't tell the truth on that one either. So he's kind of stretching things to make the story better. Um, instead I'm of stunned. Yeah. Stunned. But I there's mean, probably I some half truths. There's probably some half truths in this. But I know some shit on that documentary. I know for a fact, I, I get it, uh, that he made some shit up on that one too. So um, I call bullshit on that. All right. Um, this one came up today. Uh, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't want to talk about it. I, I, I don't understand it. I think we're, we're, we can't see the forest as sport as administrations in college. I don't think they sometimes, this is going to shock you. Uh, they can't see the forest because the trees are in the way. Sure. As right. I've said many times, just because someone has a title doesn't mean they're smart. I need some help understanding this. Okay. So, Let's say you have a, and this happens a lot, and it happened again in the last couple of days, and then I saw it spurred me to put this down to talk about because we have not talked about this on the show before. When a coach is on the hot seat, okay, you know he's got to win next what year. What league are we talking about? It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, let's talk SEC since we got most SEC fans, okay? Okay. A coach is on the hot seat. We all know he's got to win. So – He's gotten his extra year where he's he's coaching for your team this year. All of a sudden, this happens all the time in every league, okay? So this isn't just an SEC issue. This happens everywhere. At this time of the year and moving forward, the athletic departments start squeezing and pulling resources, financial resources, away from said coach. Okay, so where he had, let's call it, he had $900,000 in his recruiting budget. Hey, not, not this year, boss. We're going to give you five hundred. You start pulling resources away from him. Hey, hey look, I, I, know, I know that guy just left, and we paid him a million dollars. But, hey, look, look, you can go hire a coach, but, look, you're only going to pay him $400,000. they are preparing for the transition. Okay, so they start pulling back all these resources. Well, my point is this, is, which is kind of a point that you brought up before on something else. If you already know you're going to move on, hell, it's cheaper to fire the guy than start pulling away resources because you're giving 100%. him you're giving him no chance to succeed. And 100%. so in the meantime, you're paying all these people this money, and then you got to re- hit the restart button twelve months later anyway. Like I don't understand if you if you've decided, hey, we're going to give you another year, keep giving him the resources to allow the guy to give him a chance to be successful. But if you're going, if you get to the point where you're going to start pulling resources away to try to put them away for a rainy day, it's mm-hmm. already over. Yes. What are we doing? Um, I can't defend it. Won't defend it. What what they're doing is they're punting on the inevitable, and then you make an emotional decision. I'm going to give my guy another year. And two three months in, you realize I shouldn't have done it. I should have fired him. So now I'm going to hang him out to dry. Now I'm going to hang him out to dry. I'm going to save money. I'm going to start preparing. No, you're not saving any money. You're just, you're just moving money. You just it. Again, just because someone has a title doesn't mean they're smart. Just because someone has a title doesn't mean that they make good, rational decisions. In college athletics, so many times the decision about whether to fire or not to fire is emotional and egos are tied to it. The AD hired a coach. He doesn't want to, quote, admit that it was a bad hire. It wasn't necessarily a bad hire. It just didn't work. You date a girl. It's not that she's a horrible person or that you're a horrible person. It just didn't work. You look up 10 years later, and she's married some guy, and she's doing great, and you're married and doing great. Not because you weren't bad people. You just didn't. It didn't work. It didn't fit. That happens in coaching. I mean, I'll use Billy Napier as an example. He's not it, by the way. Somebody, right. somebody said yeah. that, but this is not Florida. But I'll use Billy Napier as an example. Look at the job that he did at Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. If it ends up not working at Florida, it's not because he's a bad coach. 
It's not because Florida's a bad program that they're way behind on NIL. It's just that in this moment in time, it didn't fit. It didn't work. That's hard to predict. If it were easy to predict, like it was for me when I said Ole Miss should hire Lane Kiffin twice because I just knew it would work. If it was easy to predict, everybody would get it right. People get it wrong. They get it wrong all the time. But once you realize or you've made the decision that, hey, I don't think it's going to work with Coach Jones, Coach Smith, Coach Patterson, I don't think it's going to work. You should move on. And here's- You should own it right there, and you should make the move. You should get it done. You should do it because every day from that point forward, if in the back of your mind you've admitted that to yourself that, hey, as an AD, as a booster, as a president, whatever, this isn't our guy. You're never going to give him a full shot. You're never going to go all in, full throated. Here's my guy, and that happens. And here's what. And here's another thing. I'm going to give you the catch twenty two on this. Okay, is like last year. Okay, this happened to a coach last year that I I, I know. And guess what happened? He went out. And, he went out and won. Sure. And guess what happened? He got a new contract. Mm-hmm. But you know what the problem was? Is they held. They pulled back on him for that year. So he's he's in a deficit. He's got to crawl himself back out of a hole. Right. And now you set him up for failure. You just signed him to a new contract, but you're starting him on the ground floor resource-wise. And it just makes no sense to me. So and then Grind says, well, we, you know, the Harson thing, that Auburn is no, uh-uh. That's 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 not factual. So because you hold back on resources doesn't mean like they're putting it in some kind of escrow for the next head coach to come here and blow. No. That money goes other places. Okay, I've done athletic budgets a long time. Okay, go go pull an athletic budget. See how much. See what they did with that that money. It it, it finds a way to get spent. Oh, of course, it, it gets spent in other places. Um, no, when you make the decision that hey, this guy's not my guy, you should go ahead and bite the bullet. Yeah, bite it, the bullet. It, and move just, on. It's it's going to go. It's going to be hard, and there's always a chance. And I think like I can think of one example this year where they didn't do it because I think they felt like they couldn't get the replacement that they want, and so all you've done is that you've just punted it down the road, and maybe it works, and you don't have to. More likely, it doesn't work, and you spend a year going, we should have done it. Yeah. And now you make it harder for the next guy. Yeah. Because you build more losing in. You lose more fans. You lose more boosters. So now the, the, the job to climb out of the hole is harder than it would have been a year earlier. Yeah. It's just a I – don't, I don't get it. Um, but, you know, just trying to bring a little common sense – all right. Um, in the interest of time, here I'm going to skip over this LSU thing. All right, we both called it. We both called Tigers, it. baby. I will. I will we'll hit it. And how about my Gators? Quick. My Gators almost got it done last night, dude. Your Gators had the Criteria Club sweating last night. My, my my Gators are playing some pretty good basketball. They couldn't like it was one of those deals. I was like, okay, because Alabama was scoring and they they were literally just doing what they wanted to on the offensive end. And I was like, all right, just get a stop. And they were down ten. I was like, okay, I started looking at the clock. I was like, they're down 10. All right, we need what? Let's get like five stops in the next 10 minutes. They, I mean, they could not stop them. But anyway, they, they play well. All right, the only thing I'm going to say about LSU basketball is pretty, we, we called it, we said bye. I didn't really, I had not looked at their upcoming schedule and things. Do they have a low-key chance here? All right, look, they're six and seven in the league, okay? Six and seven in the league. They just beat Kentucky. They have Mississippi State and Georgia coming to Baton Rouge in the next two games, okay? Yeah. They got to go on the road to Vandy. Mm-hmm. Got to go on the road to Arkansas. One of those is a guaranteed and one's a likely win. And then come home and play Missouri. That's a W. Oh, they could they could win out. They could win out. All right, so yeah. now let me ask you a question. If they're 11-7, and seven, even though they're 14-12 and 12 right now, if they're 11-7 and seven in the league and that would put them at 19-12 uh, and 12 overall, does that get them in? Eleven and seven in the SEC, nineteen and twelve overall. They're like eighty something in the net right now. Yeah, their net would be upper sixties. It'd be iffy. That would be. Uh, they have a chance, man. They have a chance. I'm kind of. They play well. Somebody in the Criteria Club yesterday took on top of the Criteria Club bet. Took LSU money line. They got paid. So congrats to. I think it was like O.M. Grizzly or something like that. He did it. Good for you, dog. I was happy for you. Is this a, this was a, uh, this a spring game? Eight nothing in the first? 
Somebody got shells. Somebody stole a lot of fastballs. Flat ones too. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, I got <laughs> I gotta talk about this. All right, my ten full hat was full. This, this is where the this is where the podcast gets fun for all you new people. My ten full hat was full freaking on this morning, man. Yeah, I know you were you were many you and many others were very conspiratorial today. I've well, I've gotten like that. I wonder why. Um I've gotten like you that. You saying me? No, you know, you oh. probably influenced me. I'm just kidding. So I wake up, my wife wakes up really early. You gotten your booster yet? Uh no, I'm good. Thank you. Okay, good. Um my wife wakes me up and I knew the day was going to be off kilter a little bit when she started quoting Barack Obama uh, at 5.45 a.m. this morning. I was yeah. like, I was, I had to have my coffee. I was very confused on what she was talking about. She's like, he said this is how it was all going to start. And so I turned on <laughs> the Obama news. said this is how all of what's going to start. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. I just <laughs> okay. I moved on about my day. Now. Okay. I, I've learned to, to deal with all this. All right. So. All right. I turn on the news and they're like, Oh, there's 38,000 AT&T customers or, you know, 38,000 cell phones that are out and all that stuff. And then Brock, my son, wakes up. He's my 16-year-old. He wakes up. He's like, yeah, my phone's not working. And they were saying, it's in Atlanta, it's in Houston, it's Chicago, and all over, you know, the big cities. I was like, well, damn. I was like, why are we one of them? And then I see your deal this morning. I see like half your subscribers are are out. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Thirty eight thousand, y'all can kiss my ass. There's a lot more than thirty eight thousand, and and so then you start seeing stuff on the internet. Oh, solar flares. Now they're blaming it on solar flares. Well, I I do have a doctor in common sense, and I can't hit the old Google machine. I mean, I can I can use it. Yeah. Well, the solar flares are on the other side of the freaking planet. They didn't even hit this air. So yeah. it, it is solar flares. So what are you not telling me? So what are you not telling me? I call bullshit. And then ATN, nobody could nobody could give an answer. They couldn't tell you what happened. No, no, no. They, no, we can't tell you what That's happened. That's like airlines. Yeah. Once hey, you're in know. the airport, once you're in the airport, you're hostage, man. You're not going to get information. Yeah, man. I, I think we had a balloon fly over or something. I had another one of those. So uh, you think this balloons. was a trial, maybe on the part of the Chinese to to see how easy it would be to knock us offline? If you seriously ask me, 100% being yeah, dead serious, I, I, I honestly believe, I don't know if it's China, whoever, I do believe somebody, it could be domestic, I don't know, uh-huh. I think somebody got in the system to and played to test some things out. Well. And you should have heard me trying to explain to my kids. I was like, man, this is awesome. We're going back to like 88, man. We're going to have landlines. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, like yeah. I was – I was going through things as my head as a parent. You know, I can get on this phone. I can tell you within three feet where my kids are at all times. Yeah. All right. I mean, my parents kicked me. <laughs> I'm seven years old, boss. They kick you. They kick you out of the house at seven years old. They kick you out. I know. I'll see you when the street lights come on. Now, if the street light comes on and your ass sitting in the house, you, guess what you're getting? The back door is going to open up, and Mama's yelling from the from the porch, and you got thirty seconds. You well, better be within that voice. Campbell went to uh, Paris back in December to visit yeah. one of her friends from school who was who was working there. Yeah, she and a couple of her other friends flew out there and spent a week. And it was I, I laughed a couple of times because I could pull up on my app and it would tell me precisely where she was in Paris, France, <laughs> not Texas, France or Tennessee. And and I would think back to like when I was in high school. I left the house and I was just gone. I mean, I came back when I came back. I knew you had a curfew and your ass better be there. I, I knew my ass, my ass was supposed to be home by, by midnight, but at eleven thirty eight, my parents didn't know where I was. Those were the good old days, man. I mean, they really were. You didn't have it. you didn't have social media. You didn't have nobody busting you up with. Now, if I was twelve oh two, there was a problem. Oh yeah, that was but, your ass. But but if I was eleven fifty eight, there was no problem and wasn't a whole lot of questions. No. Like, I don't, like, I, I remember, so I can't remember what time my curfew was. I think it was at, like, I don't know. I think it was midnight. I don't even remember. But, like, if I was, so in the summertime, I played baseball, and all my buddies lived in Jacksonville, which is, like, you know, it was, like, 20 minutes from the house. I would call the house and let my mother know that I was on my way home because I may be running five minutes late. You better you better call yeah. before curfew and say, I'm on my way. I'll be there at whatever time. I'm, I'm running late. Running a little bit late. Yep, but, sure. um. Do you find it? Do you find it tenfold hat? Do you find it interesting that all this happened? And you know what else happened today? No, we went to the moon for the first time since Apollo today, and nobody's covering it. It's not even on. It barely got five seconds of time on the news. Sent what to the moon? Just a ship. We sent the first 
a, sh- a ship that actually landed on the moon. But not a man. Not a man ship. Mission. But the first time since Apollo. You know my big prediction for 2024. All right, what is it? No, I'm not going to say it out loud because I'll be- <laughs> Why? This is a podcast. That's what we do. I think there will be a chaotic, especially if the polling data, which is out recently, becomes a trend. Okay. I don't know which one it is, but. The polling data right now has I Trump prefer, winning. I prefer not to know. I'll just let it happen. And for the record, I was for DeSantis. Don't do not do the <laughs> don't do the Trump thing. I'm not MAGA. I'm not that dude. I would prefer that we go with a younger guy. I'm. I'm. To me, it's a it's a it's an indictment on our country that our choice is Trump and Biden. I mean, two guys that one's going. It's not too late, McCready Zisky. If, if, if I mean, think about this for a minute. If Donald Trump is reelected to a second term, he will be eighty-two when that term ends. If Joe Biden is elected to a second term, reelected, the current president, he will be eighty-six years old when that term ends. <laughs> I mean, look, my, my parents, my parents are Biden's age. And my parents would tell you this. There is not a chance in hell that they would have the physical energy. Now, we're not even talking about his faculties. Right. The physical energy to truly handle the schedule that you would, that you would throw at the leader of the free world, regardless of party affiliation. Okay? Not a chance. So what are we doing I mean, why can't we? What are we doing? I mean, I was for DeSantis from minute one. So I, but my prediction is if the polling data holds and the Democrats can't figure out a way to get Biden off the ballot. Okay. And right now they can't. Okay. Because they have issues with Kamala Harris. And what do you do? How do you handle if if Biden's not on the ticket? How do you handle her not being at the top of the ticket? Because the way that party works, it's her turn. Okay. You have a lot of identity politics. How do you do all that, right? Mm hmm. If they, the closer it gets to November with the polling data showing that Trump's got a legitimate shot, and nobody can argue right now that if you look at the polling data, Trump has a legitimate shot. Okay. Not saying he's going to win, but the, me, for example, two months ago, I would have told you Trump can't win. He has no chance. Now I'm like, yeah, he's got a chance. Got a, got a puncher's chance. <laughs> and so my prediction Something chaotic happens. I don't know how it happens, but something crazy happens. All right. Aliens showing up? That wouldn't even surprise me. Like If an <laughs> alien landed on the White House lawn right now, you'd be like, oh, some bitch, there they are. Look at that. I mean, would that even surprise you? <laughs> nothing surprises me. I mean, if me, an man. alien really nothing, came down, <laughs> nothing an eight-foot alien came down with a big green head, stood on the White House lawn and said, what's up? As hey, long as I, we're still recruiting and quick use rolling, right, whatever. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I just, I, I've, I've, there's a part of me I've, I've thought ahead to the fall, and it's just, what a, oh. what a wild scene. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I put nothing past, I put nothing past any government entity, nothing. Well, the 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 AT and T thing cost us a guest today. We were we were supposed to have a sitting head coach on the show today, but we're having a little some cell phone issues uh, where he's located, and we were having a tough time exchanging messages. Yeah. So okay. Uh, we'll get him on shortly. Um, we were supposed to have a guest today. All right. <clears throat> we've got two things. We've got one more thing. We'll go life advice. All right. All right, Neil. Criteria Club. You had a big day? Big day yesterday. Big day. Criteria Club this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Criteria, Criteria Club games are 18 and four. Uh, last night went seven and two in nine games. The two losses were Winthrop and South Carolina Upstate. So probably not many teams, many probably people not. had them tickets. Uh, everybody else pretty much won. Uh, it was it was a good day, and so today is one of those days as well. So today is what makes you appreciate Criteria Club. Okay. Today's the day. Today's the day. There are fifteen games inside Criteria Club today. Wow, fifteen games, and I'm talking about like there was some teams I could, I've never heard of, nor could I pronounce. Um, but here's where we're going with the, the official play for Criteria Club today. Right. I got a six-teamer. All right. All right. We're going with Eastern Kentucky. The Colonels. Stetson. Is that the Hatters? Uh, I believe so. Uh, UT Arlington. The California Bears. UT, UT Arlington is the... Um, they are... They're red and I've blue. I've been there. 
Yeah. Um, they used to be in the Southland 100 years matter. ago. Yeah. Uh, the Cow Bears, Santa Clara, and UC Irvine. All e- right. Eastern Kentucky, Stetson, UT Arlington, the Cow Golden Bears, Santa Clara, and UC Irvine. That will pay you plus 285. Okay. Um, I like all those games. I do. So, um, and then the last the last part, I wanted to address this. Got a ton of comments on TikTok about this. Um asking the last couple of days. So I wanted to, and I've had some questions uh, on your, on your board about it, asking about round Robin parlays. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, I, Neil may not know what a round Robin parlay is. No clue. So if you would take all of the criteria club or whichever ones you pick, and you can say, I want to come all combinations of these in a three team or four team, and you build a bunch of different parlays. All right. And <clears throat> there is someone on your board that uh, message this morning said he's up 19 units in the last week doing it, uh, doing round robin parlays. So it's very profitable to do it that way. However, I don't do it. I wouldn't recommend the normal gambler doing it because the amount of money you have to wager to do that. So you could say, hey, I'm doing $10 parlays. Well, you may have, you know, 25 different combinations. So you may have a $250 investment, if that makes sense. So it does. I would be very careful about that. Uh, make sure you have a large bankroll before you do that, and you're not worried if you lose anything because it's a, it's a big investment. All right, Neil, you know what time it is? It is time for Life Advice. It's presented by Cole Walters of State Farm Insurance. Cole Walters is licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Contact Cole at 706 706- Five two five seven eight five zero. You can also find more about Cole and his agency at ColeWaltersInsurance.com. It's on the screen, ColeWaltersInsurance.com, C-O-L-E-W-A-L-T-E-R-S, insurance.com. All right, we got some uh, requests for some life advice. Uh, young man says, uh, so I've been in this off and on relationship for just about two years and we're currently still broken up and most likely will never date again, but we still talk 24 seven with full and thoughtful conversations about our interest. And I consider us close friends, but through a phone, even though we live 30 minutes away and I haven't seen her in almost six months. You with me so far? I'm with you. I'm 23. She's 21. And I mean this respectfully when I say she lets her parents make a lot of decisions for her instead of her wants and needs and fear of them cutting her off. And they don't view me in a favorable light solely because we've broken up a couple of times. None of the breakups have been nasty. They've been completely mutual. I've turned down multiple people and dates in hopes of us getting back together, even when I know we won't. And when I bring up giving up, on it to her, she tells me she's going to talk to her parents about likely just about about it, likely just to keep me around longer with no intentions of talking to them. Okay, I got it. I've realized in the last couple of weeks she's not even cat hot or snake hot, as y'all would say, to uh, keep fighting for this. I'd love and appreciate y'all's advice on how to break this connection with this person. When they've been in my life the last two years, but at the same time, hasn't really been here either. Thanks again. Love listening to y'all. Are you going to go ahead and go? Go for it. This is easy. Yeah, this is easy for me. Um, It's probably not what you want to hear, but that's not what we're here for, Neil. You don't come to this podcast for us to tell you what you want to hear. Of course not. All right. Right. I mean, nothing look, look, we do is about rose colored glasses telling you what you want to hear. I mean, look, I, I respect your feelings, but at the same time, I'm not afraid to hurt them. That's right. Okay. I mean, I, if, if you're going to come to me for advice, it's going to be like I, I'm going I'm to talk to you like, like, like I would talk to one of my kids. That's right. So here's what I would suggest. And sadly, this person is young enough to be one of our kids. Yes. So I can, I can do this that's well. Even scarier. All right. So here we go. So. Any kind of future relationship that you want to develop, this is not the this is not the girl. Mm-mm. You do not want to start a future based on this base of found. It's like a house. Okay, I'm building a house. Yes. Do you know what the most important thing is when you're building a house? The foundation. The foundation. Because if there's cracks in the foundation, cracks in the foundation, it doesn't matter how nice the rest of it looks. Doesn't matter how pretty and how big and glorious Mm-mm. it is. It's always in peril. It's always in peril. Yep. Well, this one doesn't have a cracked foundation, Neil. 
It doesn't even have it doesn't a even have a foundation. Just, they just put down some dirt. They threw it on the top of the dirt. They threw a nice two hundred thousand dollar house on a pile of dirt. And sometimes it looks good when the weather's perfect and everything's great. But man, when the wind when blows, start, hey, when the when the weather comes, Neil, it's gonna get ugly. Rain starts. God forbid a tornado. Tornado? Oh yeah, it's not surviving. So my point is this: is this is a rough foundation to start a relationship on. Uh, considering she only lives 30 minutes away and you haven't seen her in six months, I, I could have stopped right I mean, there. Right there. Um, and I, then, and, and, and listen, I didn't even have to get to the snake hot cat no, hot. Exactly. But that's even, that's even, that's like, that's like the cherry on top of the whipped cream. That's like the cherry on top, you know, beside it would just be the whipped cream with no cherry, but that is the actual cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, there's actually no reason here to continue this. I know it sucks. Um, but that's what li- life and love is, is things suck. Apparently, he has feelings for her because he talks to her all the time. My he, advice, he very clearly has feelings for her. My advice, it's not going to be fun. My advice is to immediately cease communication and end things and break away. It's going to be hard for a couple of weeks. Yep. But you can't, by continuing to call and talk to her, it makes it worse. Yep. Because you're, you're, going, ri- you're ripping the band hey, look, off. Look, we've all been there. Okay, Every male, and now that I, I see our analytics on TikTok, we're like we're 90-10. By the way, so I know 90% of the people listening to this right now um, have been through this. You know, I'm shocked that we're not bigger with the female. We were. We were 90-15. I think the gambling stuff on TikTok is kind of turned it off. Yeah. So we were 85-15. All right. So here we go. Because it just feels like guys as as attractive as us really would have. (laughs) I'm shocked. Would have groupies. I know. Right. I I figured they'd be beating down my door by now, but they're not. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. All right. So when you go to the bar, Neil. When you were younger, mm-hmm. we know you haven't done this in a while, but we've all been there. It's that they're a two at 10 and they're a 10 at two. Okay. When yep. you go to the bar, you go to the bar, you have these great expectations of what the night's going to bring. And you're looking at those smoking hot chicks <coughs> and you're like, I'm going to get that one. And you go and you spit your game. It doesn't work. Yeah. You have a couple more drinks and you've reached the point where, by God, I'm leaving with somebody. And all of a sudden, you look over in the corner, <laughs> and there's a there's a another person of the opposite sex, whatever. Hey, whatever your thing is, right. <laughs> he, she, it, and it looks like it got hit with an ugly stick. Yeah, just fell and fell out the ugly tree and just hit every branch on the way down. It's horrible. And you're like, she's all right. You start talking yourself into taking that one home. Where are you going with this? Well, this is where I feel like he, my man's at right now. Okay. He's trying to talk himself into staying with this girl. Okay. Hey, dude, you struck out. It's okay. We've all been there. See, I think it's com- more complicated than that. He, he likes her. Cease. I get it, but he's he got to cease her, it. But you, gotta, you just got to acknowledge that two things. One, it, this is not the one. And in the event that she is the one, it's not the one now. So you got to move on. You got to let it go. You got to end it. I would suggest ending it appropriately. I would say, hey, and permanently, and I, I would do it in person, and I would do it permanently. I would say, look, I'm not going to call you. I'm asking you not to call me, and if she continues to, you should block her number. Um, you need to leave her alone, and that means that if you find out she's dating some guy, you don't get all jealous and freaked out. And it's t- over. No, just move on. Let it go, and if somewhere down the road, and when I say down the road, I mean like, dude, five years from now, this circles back. Well, then maybe you revisit it. The odds are overwhelming that you will be gone. Look on back. Something else. You'll look back in six months and go, that was the greatest thing I ever did. Yeah. Because this is causing you angst and stress. And she's she's 21, which is awfully young, frankly. I have a 21-year-old. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not ready for a serious long-term relationship. You're worried about her parents. Well, at 21, her parents were probably a big part of her life. You, you just, there's just a lot of stuff here. You, you, you're not ready for this. Move, move along. When your friends suggest other dates, you should go on them. You, you, it's time to yeah, it's time to go. It's time to cut cut that cord. But look, that means at two in the morning when you do strike out at the bar, that's not the call you make. Nope, no drunk you, text. You, you gotta have you gotta have more discipline. And if you can't, then you need to throw her. No, her, hey, you up? No, that. No, you need to throw her stuff off your phone so that you can't contact her yeah i think it needs to be a cold break i mean it sucks it's gonna stink but uh it needs to happen that'll be my advice thank you cole walters yeah 
appreciate the uh, appreciate the request. Thanks for sending it out there. Anybody that ever wants a little tough love from from <laughs> your guys here, send us. Uh, it's not always tough love. Not always. We helped our guy Austin out. We did. We've I mean, helped. We've helped a lot of. We've people. developed snake hot and cat hot, and we've got new terminology. And in this situation, I don't care if she's super snake hot. It's just not worth the trouble. No. It, that's the other thing. It, that, that's when it didn't even matter. It, it does, this does not even – she could be the hottest girl on the planet, and it's not worth it. Because if she's not – you're 30 minutes away, and you haven't seen the girl in six months. I mean, what are we doing? And if you're describing this accurately, she's probably going to do some game playing once you do this. Oh, I, I, I 100% expect that. So that you, you're going to have to prepare for that and have, have, <laughs> some, have some discipline. Have, hit the block button. That's all, all I got today, boss. That does it for uh, this edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Don't forget, Rain has 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. Uh, it's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Hope everybody has an awesome weekend. We'll be back with you on uh, Monday. What's that? In the Cooper Chevrolet chat, yeah. our guy Hartman said, "Hey, I got my raise thanks to Life Advice." Hardman. Look at us. Hardman, thanks for the update, bro. Congratulations. Congratulations to Hardman. That's awesome. How about that's that? What, that's, this is what we're, we're here to help. What, hey, we're here, we're here to, to help. help. That's, that's what we are. And really, it's our show. Our show people are like, what do what those guys do? We help people. We help. We help people. I mean, we got Criteria Club, so we're helping. You're making we people got, money. We got raises. We've gotten Hardman a raise. We're, we're helping, helping this young man. It's, sometimes it's hard to walk it's away hard, from a deal, we're, but we're saying you just got to do it. That's it, man. That's what we do. That's what we, we, we just, we help people. Because at one point in time, we needed help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so much help. That's what we do. That's what right, we're, we we're, do. We're paying it back. Hey, that's what we're doing. So what we want you to do is go out in the world and pay it forward. Pay it forward. Because look, there's a lot of chaos in the world. If you can help somebody today. Based on us helping other people. Their cell phone may end up may be working. You may need to let them borrow your you cell phone. You might have home. to go in person. Hey, talk to him in person. Hey, my man, hey, he could have gave an excuse here. Maybe it's, maybe the, the alien landed on top of the satellite and he can't use his cell phone to call her. It's possible. It's possible. That's Anything's what, possible. That's what he should tell her. You know, that, remember that solar flare? <laughs> it was the omen. <laughs> the solar flare. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the good Lord going, hey, look, I know you're having a tough time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna fix this for you. Here comes a solar flare and some aliens at the <laughs> cell phone tower, so you don't have to worry about talking to her for the next six months. So here, I'm gonna zap it for you. Maybe that's what it. Maybe, maybe he's prayed. Maybe he prayed. He said, "Hey, look, Lord, please, Send please me, help I, me. I need, a, I need a big sign. Yeah, help me. I need a sign that I need to move on." So he just zapped. He sent solar flares, aliens, and spaceships to the satellite. Do you know how many teenagers today just completely melted down when they could not use their phones? Can you imagine how many like sixteen year olds just melted down? So it it works as long as you have Wi Fi, right? Right. But it's when you if you're in your car driving in your car. Or something. So that's that's how I found out Brox was messed up. I took him to school this morning, and he he's like, well, Snapchat's not working. I was like, Oh boy! Oh no! <laughs> the end of the world! Snapchat. <laughs> I mean, you gonna I, be all right? You gonna be okay? We're gonna be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shouldn't be like that, but good God. And then, uh, well, Cole, so we had we had two people at... God uh, said, you know what? I'm sick of all you people. I'll show you. I'm turning Snapchat <laughs> yeah, off. I'll show you. <laughs> um, we had two people at uh, Quick U today. We had two two of our employees had yeah. their phones zapped. And then uh, Cole, that does our social media. Cole Catalano. So I had, to, I had to email Cole the clips for the, social, for the TikTok post today. And he was like, "Hey, I gotta wait till I get get here so I get a Wi-Fi signal." I was like, "Oh, you got zapped too." Hey, there's another one. Yeah. So I guess all thirty-eight thousand people listened to our show that, that got yeah. zapped. I call bullshit. Yeah. I call bullshit. So they were like, they were like thirty thousand people nationwide. I'm like, including like four thousand on Rebel Grove. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. Yeah, man. That, I don't know. I mean, that math doesn't really work. Yeah, I, I'm no mathematical <laughs> genius, but see what had happened was see when I plug that into the equation, <laughs> it comes up wrong. A plus Y plus X plus Z. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. It doesn't fit. So only thirty thousand and four thousand of them subscribe to my side. Yeah, I know four thousand of the thirty. Yeah. Uh, no. Either that or there's some debauchery going on. Yeah, One two feels wrong. Yeah. All right, we will uh we'll get back with you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.